Tell you, I, I thought her. I thought her race in the Derby City uh, distaff. I thought she was going to go right past Gamin, and I think we know why she didn't. You know, she yeah. probably should have won that race. And then she shows up last time out in the winning colors uh, in Wisconsin, just stomps Frank's Raquette, who, who is is a really nice horse. horse yeah. and she just stomped him. I think she's going to be tough. I singled up number five Wisconsin here. I, I just felt like if this horse shows up with either one of those last two races. I think it's lights out for everybody else. There were these two racing dudes named Aaron and Jared who had advice on racing and they wanted to share it. Started a website where players go to see all their picks. The goal was make the fans some money and to cut down the risk. They put the plan into motion and at first it seemed silly. Make a website where the expert picks are freer than Willie. From a racetrack veteran to just a beginner. There's one place that you want to go to find you a winner. As a matter of fact, I want to hit the exacta. There's only one site that you'll keep coming back to. So next time that the horses all line up at the post, make sure you use the website that'll win you the most. Whether Churchill, Oakland, Gulfstream Parks, and Matoga, and all tracks in between, there's only one site to go to. When it comes to your racing needs and all of your bets, plus it's got a catchy name that no one ever forgets. RacingDudes.com for all of your needs. RacingDudes.com for all of your leads. RacingDudes.com for all of your bets. RacingDudes.com as good as it gets. RacingDudes.com for all of your needs. RacingDudes.com for all of your leads. RacingDudes.com for all of your bets, racingdudes.com, as good as it gets. What is up, Buckard? Well, he's Aaron Halterman. This is Blinkers Off. What's up, dude? What is up? What is up, man? We Listen, we're going to do something different on this show, right? This is not the Magic Mike show. No, but it's going to feel like it. And it's weird, too, because I'm sitting right next to you for the first time since, well, other than Belmont, I guess. First time in this studio in a while. I know. I, but we're in different screens. You can kind of see, like, sort of it's really weird but yeah we're here um and you know it's it, it we, we looked at it we're like what are we gonna do today on this show we like we could only talk so much about the upcoming races and stakes and or the summer racing and like you know what let's just let's just be like magic mike this week and we were and they did sansonia so if you if you've listened to them already saw them live they did sansonia the late pick four we're gonna do the pick four uh the late pick four on at churchill on sunday or saturday and they had caleb keller from tvg on so that's pretty big time. I was I was impressed. I, we, I get you. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I got Ricky earlier, so maybe I am the big winner. Well, at least it's it went it went up, and then clearly from Ricky, um, it's going back down a little bit. Yeah, but the uh, bell curve. Yeah, the bell curve. Caleb was the top of the bell curve. The Rosario bell curve. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but now you know the the, the card and the, and the pick four uh, at Churchill Downs actually. Uh, what we're going to cover is pretty good. Um, yep. You know, it's it's tough for sure. You got some large fields. Uh, you know, the stakes race that uh, maybe is a little shorter, but it gives you an opportunity to maybe single um, or at least go short and then go deep in some of these other legs. So uh, it it makes makes sense because we're about to get going. Obviously, we're, you know, right around the corner to, to Saratoga, and of course the Haskell coming up, and a lot of big racing. I mean, the summer racing is really about to get going now. Stephen Foster, yeah, it's all about it's all about here. Yeah, Stephen Foster next week, then two big Maxfield, weeks. Maxfield, baby. Yeah, Maxfield. We'll see what he can do. Then two big weeks back-to-back at Belmont. And then guess what? Saratoga, Del Mar, Haskell weekend. We- so it's it's going to get crazy. This is your last weekend to relax. If you, like, if you just like stakes racing only, you can relax this weekend, and then it's on after that. Yeah, and thank you, everybody, that's tuning in live with us right now on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, uh, you know, the reason we had it, we delayed it. We had it set for 7.30. Um, we were actually just talking about Saratoga. We're like, well, what are our mm-hmm. plans? So we'll be there for opening day. Um, you know, really, there's it blinkers off or 
you know, Saratoga plans. I, I know which one I'm more interested in. So, yeah, <laughs> I mean, for sure. Uh, but no, I, yeah, obviously cannot wait for Saratoga to get here. God, I feel, it feels like we've been there in years. Because we haven't. Because we haven't, really. <laughs> um, it's crazy. 100% capacity at Saratoga. Yeah, well, I'm trying yeah. to remember the last day at the track I was there at Saratoga. Was it? Uh, Would it have been when Imperial Hint won the Vanderbilt? I think it was, yeah. Because yeah. you, were, you weren't there that day. Yeah. You were the day before. Um, but yeah, yeah. Vanderbilt. Uh, Imperial Hand. There that you go. was the day that before. Also was time ago. that gray horse of Chad Brown's won the Curlin? I can't think of that horse's names for the life of me. You know what I'm talking about, though, right? Big gray horse. Mm, high, something high. I don't know. Good, not wasn't Good Samaritan. That's no, no. That no, was that was year. about yeah. That was a few years. Uh, Chad Brown's. Um, I'm gonna have to look this up now. High reward, high regard. No. Hi. Anyway. Okay, anyway, someone someone looked that up. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Michael. Look at the bikinis. Uh, uh, yeah, he was, was awful. Was awful in that race. That was we the watched that run. from that that. Uh, yeah, new from place the new there. place. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Someone look up the 2019 Curlin winner. Who yeah, was that? To... Uh, thanks, Michael. Yeah, you know, I, I didn't know. You, I thought we I thought we were awful. <laughs> from, from what, if, I, if you're on Twitter, highest today, honors, we... highest honors was the horse that won. Uh, yeah. 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 Big gray. Yeah. And anyway, he he ran huge that day. I think he did. Yeah. Yeah. That was the day it rained and the track played all weird and he just swooped up on the outside and nailed it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I was uh that, gosh. It's one of those things that, you know, you wish that uh well, you know how it is, like anything sentimental, you wish that you would have known that was the last time you're gonna be there for two yeah. years because you know you would have taken it in a little more or something. But gosh, yeah. it's you t- it's not just us. I mean, you talk about opening weekend, that place is gonna be buzzing because Ooh. obviously I mean that it, it's gonna be the closest thing that we've seen all year to like a breeder's cup or something because people that place yeah. is going to be as packed as they can get yeah because you think like churchill had fifty thousand, but churchill's so massive that it didn't feel like just right. a ton of people it felt like a lot but not a ton and then of course only eleven thousand at the belmont uh, a couple weeks ago so and it felt like eleven thousand. it did yeah there, it was a ghost town but now yeah saratoga it's gonna be crazy um let's see yeah you know what we're hoping michael any chance we get lucky and see love versus domestic spinning <laughs> in november i mean can we all Say a prayer and hope that happens because, yeah, um, the uh, the perfect situation would be that you know you get someone like Love, even if it's not Love, it's someone that's a, a killer like that. Yeah, they come up with domestic spinning who who goes through the summer, you know, having won um, to kind of see what he because it seems like we we've established it. it you, unless something happens, then you're not going any American horse is not going to beat domestic spinning. Yeah, so that was the exciting thing. I thought Adaria ran fantastic in that race too. So there's there's two fillies. To get excited about, and hopefully at least we get one of them that uh, comes back over. Of course, Adaria won last year, the Bruce Cup Philly Mare Turf. Yep. So almost be really cool to see that horse come back and maybe try the regular turf. Uh, but yeah, hey, so look at that. I was at Saratoga today for work, and the buzz is palpable. Did I say that right? Palpable. Palpable. Yeah, that's a tough yeah. one. You have to say <laughs> it on the fly. Uh, that's awesome. That is very awesome. Oh man, I mean, pound the exact yes. Honestly, <laughs> that, yeah, let's hope that it gets that, that. You can guarantee. You go ahead and book that in for the guy that for the bankroll. That will be our, our biggest bet of the. Of the now listen, the we exactly. don't give picks away. Oh yeah, come on. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> oh, and, and the picks are awful too. So right. yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Why would we do anything? Right. Such a yeah. that. Um, but no. Uh, yeah. Obviously, lots coming up. But you know, yeah. we'll get into the. We're really handicapping. You know, we didn't handicap a ton last week on the show. We're really handicapped today. Before we do any of that, though, best thing you saw today. Oh, let's see. I was saying I saw today. <laughs> Wait, let me twist your arm, okay? Um, <laughs> I 
I think I'll know you're lying, by the way. If I think you make this up. Yeah, I think when like the wife got us coffee for the show, <laughs> and when that came, I'm like, ooh, yeah, that is definitely the best thing I saw today. So I'd say this this coffee in my hand, it's good. Very yeah, good. and then, you know, if I could get if there's any possible for me to get any girlier, I I have I got a refresher at Starbucks. Yeah, and I've been. This is my new thing. It's hot as fuck around here lately. <laughs> it's really good. These refreshers are legit. But that's right. Best thing I saw today was on OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> best thing I saw today was on Tinder. So yeah, there we go. Well. Um, that's me every day, though. Uh, no, yeah. best thing I saw today has to be the fact that I've got uh, my little boy Uh-oh. involved Uh-oh. in. Mario Kart. Okay. And I'm not talking for those, you know, Nintendo Switch. Like, we're not in the Nintendo Switch yet. But we're, I'm talking Nintendo 64 Mario Kart. The old school, the OG Mario Kart. And I've got this kid in it, into it, and he oh, is yeah. awesome. He's four years old, and he's kicking my ass. And I was good at Mario Kart. I feel like I'm pretty good at Mario Kart. And we, I mean, we, I've introduced him. He knows all the shells and what does what. And, he, you know, he likes his characters. It's just... It's a game that literally it's we're staying at my parents because my our, my new house is being built. And so we're in obviously the Nintendo 64 is there. And I was like, we got to play something. And and yeah. uh we found the old Nintendo 64 and we or the, the old Mario Kart and some controllers and the kid like, it's amazing how fast he's picked it up, but it's just you know the nostalgia in me of I was playing Mario Kart, now he's playing Mario Kart, kicking my ass, and I'm telling you, it holds up. Like it's a yeah, it's still a very fun game. Yeah, it's a great game. Oh, there you go. Yes, Yoshi and Rainbow. <laughs> yes, and let me tell you, he was he was very intimidated yeah. by Rainbow Road from the start, <laughs> but once we got to playing it, he yeah. loves it. It's the best because it's super long. It takes forever to finish the lap, and that way he can catch up. And his my favorite thing he does. I haven't told you this, but my favorite thing is he'll, he'll if you pass him, he gets so pissed you pass him, and he'll be like, "Hey, uh, Daddy, look look behind you. There's a <laughs> you gotta see that." It, he's trying to get me to go back. So uh, that's it's a classic, classic game. Those Mario games, they all hold up. They're kinda, all classic. Games. I kind of want to get the what was it, Mario sixty four or whatever yeah. the Super Mario oh, version was yeah. of that. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'd go down to like a, a I really go down and play that. Like, like you legit. will go down the rabbit hole of old games if you start them. There's uh, no question. Really, like Mike Tyson Punch Out. <laughs> I went down that rabbit hole once. I need to like, get the Switch. Do you have a Switch? I don't have a Switch. Because you can play no. all the old games on the Switch too. <laughs> That's for, cool. Like yeah. NES and also you know all the you know Nintendo 64 and of course Super I, Nintendo. I think I have like a PlayStation Two. <laughs> so I yes. I'm way behind. We're definitely but, uh, dating ourselves on this podcast. Yeah, so for sure. I don't even sure. know what the newest system out there is. So. No, but no, no, it's a, it's it's amazing. And, and dude, they hold. A, I had to, I was because we couldn't find the old Mario Kart, so we had to buy it. Thirty bucks to this day. Really? They still hold oh thirty dollars for an Nintendo for a Mario Kart for a Mario Kart yeah, wow. on a, a sixty four. That's so. fifteen years old. There you go. At least. Well, all right. Well, that's oh, cool. at least, dude. It's Twenty. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, we were. No, no, no. I'm old as fuck. Like it was probably, it's probably 25 years old, dude. I bet it was 25 years. Yeah, because oh, I'm 35. I was at least had right. to be 10 or younger when I was playing that. So, <laughs> dude, Paperboy, yes. Oh my God, Paperboy, Mark, yes. Paperboy, original Tendo. It was. I remember my dad yeah. renting that game for me. Like, Dad, go rent Paperboy for me. Bring it home. Oh my gosh, gosh. <laughs> Did, did you ever play uh, Tecmo Bowl? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I love Tecmo Bowl, too. Uh, what's uh, you? It was a cheat code with uh, 
Oh shit! What was his name? Um, Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson. Yeah. He's a cheat code. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You could. There's some kind of thing at the first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can never tackle him. Yeah. Yeah. He was impossible. Uh, anyway, right. uh, we need that. That uh, I feel like we could really get going on the on the different games. Um. Anyways, all right. Today's show, we're gonna preview and give our picks for the Saturday's late pick four at Churchill Downs. The sequence yeah. headlined by the Rock Solana overnight stakes. Uh, of course, this is a. The only stakes on the card, and it's a not a bad one. You got Wisconsin in there as kind of the headliner. Bell's the one's also in there, so we're going to check out that stakes. And of course, give our pick four tickets on here, and hopefully, we cash one of these. Let's go. All right, you know this isn't the Magic Mike show. This is Bleakers off. We're going to do our we're going to do our best Magic Mike impersonation here. We're going to do a Churchill Downs late pick four. Sequence. We're gonna give our picks here. Handicap the last four races Saturday at Churchill Downs. We'll kick things off with race eight. This is a claiming 50k. We're going six and a half furlongs, and it's a big field here, field of 11. So it gives us plenty of betting opportunities here. I mean, you look at a, a, a card like this or a, a, a sequence like this when you have, you know, 11 horses here in the ninth race. You've got 12 horses in the next race. You've got a smaller field of six, which is semi chalky. And then, of course, race 11, you go 12 deep. And so, I mean, there's plenty of opportunity here, but it also makes our jobs very difficult. So, I guess, how did you approach this first race and who do you like? Uh, this is a shitty little race to kick us off, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, this is, this is why I went deepest in this lake is it's like it feels like the one that could kick you out right to the start. Yeah, I went five deep to, uh, to start it off. I, I basically went deep in three legs, single in, in one. And I, I just think that's the only way you can play this, at least for my uh, handicapping skills. This this was a very very difficult situation. Uh, I went two five six eight eleven. So I'll just throw it out there. I'll talk about my top two and then kick it over to you there, Jared, because I know we got a lot of similar horses. Two five six eight eleven is who you did. Uh huh. So and I you, did the same other than I did the four. Yeah. So so, so I'll, I'll talk about two and then let you go uh, and talk about a couple. Um, number five, Asar was a horse that I put on top. Um, big reason. Uh, I I see, and I don't know, we'll, we'll see what you say on this as well. I see a lot of pace in this race. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think Asar is, is one of the better closers in here. Um, a little bit of a cutback, and I don't mind that. I think the horse, you know, might might need a little bit of a cutback. Tyler Gaffleon rode last time out, stays aboard once again here. Uh, and Mike, Mike, Mike Maker, very hot at uh, Churchill Downs right now. So I, I thought the five was one you certainly needed to use. Um, I'll go to the number two extreme force for Steve Aspus and Ricardo Santana aboard. Um, you know, last time out this level got beat uh, by five and three quarter links, uh, got beat by Kadri. That horse is decent. Um, two back, you know, again, it was same kind of conditions, same distance. It was close, uh, beaten a length and three quarters. And then three back broke his maiden at this distance at Sam Houston. So, I thought he was another one he had to use. I think he can kind of sit in that third or fourth place spot. And if those horses start to come back to him a little bit, maybe he just gets first run on those leaders that are kind of coming back. So the two and the five were my top two. Yeah, that's uh, actually yeah, the same order too. I went five, two, six. Those were my top three. And and I, I played two tickets here. As you can see on the screen, I did a $5 ticket, kind of my, you know, pressing my opinions a little bit there. And the two, five and six are who I, or yeah, yeah, two five and six. The five two six in that order of preference is who I went with, and I'm with you on the five. It seems like the cutback is going to be right with this horse. Once uh, you got to think, you know, the horse, you know, ran a good race last time out at the same level. Just you could tell the distance just maybe a little much. Yeah, you, know, you got T Gaff back, and of course Mike Maker Train, who obviously is very good at 
Churchill Downs. And then the six, uh, for me, I just, I, I went to this horse. I kept going back to this horse. I almost put, picked, wanted to pick this horse on top. Look, I'm looking for a price here. You get 12 to one on the morning line. We talked about uh, <clears throat> this, the way this, pay, you know, the pace standpoint. And I feel like if this horse can get a, on the lead, if this horse is, you know, good enough, you know, you, you found the horse drops down back to the way the horse ran second to two back um, and, and try to go gate to wire at Churchill. And, you, you know, I'm partly like, well, was that a sloppy situation yeah. where the horse ran really well? I mean, the horse did run a 74 buyer uh, four back at Churchill Downs on a fast track. Of course, uh, you know, got pounded, but, you know, got beaten, got finished fifth. Um, so I, just, I had enough uh, concern with this horse as far as threat at this price. And, uh, you know, considering the fact that this guy, you know, that uh, Tomlinson and Lennar, Lannery, yeah. um, team up to do, you know, do pretty well every once in a while. And, you know, they hit about nine, 14%. So I thought I'd give them a shot. And then uh, who was the other one? I, you said the two. Yeah, the two. To me, I was, this is more like an Asmussen uh, defense, you know. Yeah. I'm not going to let Steve yeah. Asmussen and Santana beat me. So that's why I ended up in those three. Especially in a race like this, you just don't want to have them, you know, jump up and win. It's just such a wide-open race. Anybody can win it. You know, you don't want the top connections there. Uh, to beat you. Let's talk about the eight pirate. <clears throat> excuse me, the eight. I'm choking up about Pirate Rick. The eight Pirate Rick, a horse that we know very well. Yeah. Uh, previously in the Kelly Von Hemel Barn, I think I pet this horse maybe once oh, or twice. I guarantee uh, you have. Yeah, probably drunk petting that horse uh, once or twice too. But uh, <laughs> listen, they were really high on the horse to start. Uh, got a couple races at Prairie Meadows under his belt. Didn't look great. Then broke the maiden uh, third start here at Churchill for the 50k level. Has had some bad races, some decent ones. Get back to the dirt today. Now Dale Romans trains. We both used them. What were your thoughts on uh, Pirate Rick? Uh, I think it mostly was just just a massive class drop here. Mm -hmm. You get it's obviously a huge horse. You know, three hundred fifty k. I mean, we've heard about this horse like you say forever. It was with Kelly, then with Donnie, then with Kelly. You know, they all you know switch back and forth basically, and so that's no surprise that. Um, this horse has had expectations given who owned it or who owns them and you know, the prize Liam's map horse. Yeah. But to me, I, I just ultimately was like class drop the horse, you know, shows speed. If the horse just gets enough class relief here and Talamo does his thing on the front end, like I would sure hate to get beat by him. So if the four doesn't get out to the, you know, make a move to the front, then all of a sudden the eights chances gets a little bit better. My, my big worry is I think the four and the eight are really going to bang heads. And then the six is pretty fast too. But if, you know, say the four doesn't get out there, the eight could get out. And I'm not saying get a lonely lead, but get a decent enough setup because of the class drop to have that shot. Right. Mm -hmm. And you know, you talked about the, the, uh, the pace standpoint and that's like the four, like you said, and I, I played a lot of horses, like, you know, I obviously like a SAR as well and the, the two, but I played a few that I liked on the front end that, you know, sometimes you get into these races that you overthink it. And then one of these horses just goes gate to wire. And you're like, what the hell? Top Gunner for me is one of those. It's just I I was too nervous not to use uh, very consistent horse, very consistently uh, fast horse on the front end. You got to think this horse is going to, I mean, is going to go right. Mm -hmm. um, at Churchill Downs, you know, ran last time out of Churchill after at running at Oakland Park and, you know, tried, ran okay, finished fifth, beaten two. Wasn't great, wasn't bad. Very consistent horse. So to me, if this horse can, you know, get another race under his belt at Churchill Downs, maybe can, you know, get a little brave on the front end. So yeah, I, one. yeah, I know. Yeah, that's the other thing. And, and that's the thing. I, It's kind of a deal where 
whoever wins this, even if it's the favorite, like what's the favorite going to be here? Four to one. I mean, I mean, I think and frankly, gonna... who is the favorite going to be the favorite? You yeah, know that's I mean? the thing. Who's like a, bet? a SAR seven to two, but I, I don't know. Um, Pirate Rick is four to one, and I think he's probably going to go up. I think extreme force for Aspison might end up being the favorite, and it's it's going to be a lukewarm favorite at that. Um, who have we not talked about? Is there anything else? Yeah, the eleven silver ratio for Ron Moquette. Yeah, uh, here's the deal. I almost left the horse off, uh, but I, I think it would have been a mistake. Second time out the layoff, uh, you know, was in a pretty tough race last time out at Oakland Park. Uh, this is a huge class drop. Um, you know, gets Cabrera aboard. I, I don't think that's a bad thing. I just thought there were too many positive, positive signs not to not to use this horse. Yeah, I mean, well, it's another situation where you have a very high-priced horse, very solid ownership, uh, good breeding, a horse that's had expectations and unfortunately didn't meet them. But you're getting that constant class relief. And again, you know, you talk about the pace. This is, this is one of those of uh, the horse I wanted to use uh, with a SAR that I think if this pace melts down so i have some of the uh, we have some of the front end horses and if it melts down i think silver ratio can kind of sweep around the mall you know draw them wide mm -hmm. and, and, and get there uh again it's just another class relief angle more than anything and i i hate the price i'd love to have it higher um but again i, I just think from a talent standpoint like the horse has shown enough in the past at higher levels that if it closed, if the if you need a closer to me, this horse can do it. If the pace melts down and these horses just are average, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I agree. And I like I, you can only get so like you. It's this kind of race where you you can make up a couple reasons and here and that, but ultimately it's a tough ass race. It's it, you got to make an angle and you just got to go with it. He is the one. I agree, hundred percent. He is one where you can project improvement, like and make a logical case other than it's, it's here's a shot in the dark. Hopefully this horse improves. Second off the layoff, drop down in class. I, for my money, an upgrade in jockey. I think you can project improvement there. Yep. All right. So you and I in this race, <laughs> two, five, six, eight, eleven for you, two, five, two, four, five, six, eight, eleven for me in this yep. leg. And I don't know about you. That no, you have you have another five deep. This is my deepest ticks deepest leg of the ticket yeah the first leg so hopefully we can survive the first leg <laughs> that would uh, be bad <laughs> if you get through that um and, and like you said it's really one of those situations that you don't even care who wins you just want to survive it because like, even if it's a favorite yeah it's going to be so spread the tickets are that you're not it's not going to dictate too much of a payout in terms of if that four to one wins versus that six to one wins. So, yep. Yeah. It's uh, survive in advance. Survive okay. and go on race nine deal. It's an allowance optional claiming race. Uh, uh, 104 K for the purse going one one eight miles on the turf. Again, another large field field of 12 lines up for this one. And I hate to say it, but <laughs> it's another situation that you have that uh, you're sitting there looking at seven to two, four to one on a few horses. And you're like, all right, who's going to be the favorite here? Yeah, once again, who's going to be the favorite? I think it's going to be the number seven. Enjoy it while you can. I, I did use this horse. I'll, I'll just kick it off with her. Um, she, she seems to make a lot of sense to me in this spot. Uh, very, very consistent horse since moving to the turf here lately. Uh, was second, only beaten a half to Cristal uh, on uh, her 2021 debut. Cristal, obviously a very nice horse. Second by a nose the next time out. Uh, a dead heat winner at Keeneland the next time out. 
And then third, only beating the neck last time out at Churchill Downs. I mean, this horse is certainly the most consistent of the bunch. Um, I couldn't get away from her. That's who I put on top. Again, another horse that's going to be a lukewarm prize, like four to one. I, I think that's probably what that horse is going to go off at. Uh, so, yeah, three, four, five, seven, and eight. I should have said that right off the bat. Seven, my top choice. <sighs> Boy, when you think about now we're trying to put these in order, I gave Take Charge Row uh, the, the nod for second. Uh, last time out, one in, at an allowance, uh, in an allowance race at Churchill Downs. Now we're stretching out in distance a little bit. But I thought Take Charge Row was pretty impressive in that race. Uh, another horse that's just pretty consistent. She usually shows up with a solid run. Um, so those were my top two. I went seven, four uh, as the top two. I'm so I'm a little surprised on you know yeah I had the I seven on top and I had five second um, but I have eleven and twelve as well those are my four horses so we went we went a little bit different here in this leg um, after the five and the seven I, I mean I'm with you on the, the to me that the seven seems like should be awful tough uh, to be just considering you, you had a huge performance last time out got third by neck one. Uh, two back and then three back with second by neck. I mean, this horse is always right there. Um, T Gaff back to ride after rode, rode this horse three, you know, um, uh, three races ago. Hasn't won a Churchill, but this is obviously a horse that has ran well um, there. And obviously at mile and eighth last time out, the distance, you know, being a, a quality road uh, shouldn't be an issue. Um, so I like the seven a lot. The five to me is super interesting as well. I thought this, this horse is progressing with every race. Seems like a typical kind of Brennan Walsh, Godolphin type horse that mm -hmm. this one could definitely be uh, another pop. So those are the two for me. I, I had seven on top with five. And then I'll go with the I'll look at the 11 and 12 since you didn't use either one of those. Yeah. I, I kind of ultimately went with the 11 and 12 because I, I like this race from a, you know, here they come. If, if Here they come flying for home kind of thing. And you've got the turf closers and two of the best closers in the race are the 11 and the 12 and you're getting eight to one and 10 to one so if you get somewhat of a meltdown you look at the 11 you know pretty solid buyers in the last two races last time out finished fourth only beating them uh, one and a quarter uh you know really ran a good race at church of downs on this track and then two back you know did win i like the fact that this horse you know comes here kind of a you know this horse it's kind of going to be overlooked. I feel like in this really the horse wins, wins again, finishes fourth. Just, I mean, ran a decent race, just wasn't quite good enough. Maybe it's enough uh, having another, you know, race under a belt under uh, his belt or her belt, I should say on the track. And then the 12 uh, is kind of the other mic maker yep. angle. You know, yep. I, I almost put the source on super dangerous to me. Yeah. I, I've been burned from that in the past. I like the Santana. Sometimes Santana on the turf is like, you kind of, you almost forget, Mm -hmm. um and i like the fact that he rode the source last time out and here he is again so um i know that he kind of he was on the other might maker as well but i like that he's here too so to me another good closer if the other maker doesn't show up this one maybe has a shot at a big price yeah this 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 12 horse goody has beat me uh in 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 like i've picked the horse a lot and, and you know <laughs> she never gets there so uh that's why i finally said no to that one but well, she's I definitely getting there now well, well, yeah, now that I'm off, her, and yeah. that's how that goes, for sure. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you on that. I mean, I, she's she is what she is, right? Like, she'll come with a run. Will it be good enough? Hard to say, but she will come with a run. No question about that. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I 
the 11, and I, I get it. I definitely get it. And it's just one of these races, again, where we're just trying to survive uh, in advance, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, it's it's definitely tough. So I I, I, I tell the, you what, though, the four, you said you, you're using the four, right? Uh-huh. That was one that I was contemplating and kind of determined not to use, but I am I'm nervous about. Yeah, I, I mean, I... I don't know. I just I just think that four is coming in the race pretty well. I I listen. I liked number three Curly Ruth at fifteen to one a little bit here. I also I also used the three horse. Talk about her for just a second. Uh, first time out for Eddie Keneally Last time out, I thought the horse ran pretty darn well. Got second, uh, you know, at a similar level here, beating three and three quarters. I know that wasn't close, but wasn't horrible either. The winner was a pretty nice horse, you know. Gets 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 the biscuit aboard here. Um, I don't know. I, I kind of think this horse has a little bit of a shot. Similar to the 12, uh, if the pace kind of starts to come back a little bit, we know this horse is going to come with a closing run. She comes with a run every time, and, and it's similar to the 12 again. Sometimes it's good enough. Sometimes it's not. But I, I do think you are going to see her make a little bit of a move. So I, I did like the three a little bit as well. Um, just kind of looking. I don't know. I think we've got about all of them covered um let's talk about did you use the you didn't use the five did you yeah i did oh you did use the five let's and i did as well let's talk about the five have we have you talked about her much yeah a little bit i just yeah. mentioned that it's a typical kind of uh yeah, Britain Walsh yeah okay. kind of i remember this now uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see he never listens no it's just when we're talking about so many different ones i get lost <laughs> <laughs> no you definitely a horse that uh you know obviously last time out really ran well at churchill downs you got to think you know it, it's the horse improved, you know, ran a debut, ran okay, didn't win, comes back, runs really well. You got to think another big race is is, uh, is is there for this horse and considering you get late Peru to ride again. Yeah, I, I it's another one. It's just like seven to two, but I'm not sure that horse will be the favorite, you know. Uh, it's it's connections that get bet, but not like overly. So was nine to five last time out and won. So, yeah, I just think it's a logical use. Um, anybody else you want to? Not really. I mean, the way I looked at this one is even though it seems very much so another survive and advance type of situation, it definitely felt I felt stronger about these the four I used um, or more confident, I guess I should say, than I did in the last last race where I was just like, I just need, you know, basically need to survive where these are like, I feel at least enough for like these horses have shown that they can run pretty well. It is an allowance race, which I am a lot better at handicapping. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I just felt a little bit better about the four I used. I feel like there's upside with a lot of these where the, where the, la- the race before it's like, yeah, one yeah. of these horses are going to win. And that's probably, that's all we're going to be able to say about it in the future. Yeah. There's here. a lot of upside here for these horses. Yeah. There may be four or five horses, maybe even six in this race that even if they don't win here, they probably are going to win at some spot. Like I honestly think in my, in my gut and I, and this is, if you see the, the ticket scrolling there, I used the f- seven and the five in my $5 ticket. Um, I to me, I love. I think the five and seven are super dangerous here. Like one of those two winning, like impress somewhat impressively, wouldn't be too surprising to me. Um, I just feel like the seven was close last time, and I think the five has a lot of upside. So I like I liked both of those two pretty heavy. Um, in my five dollar play. All right, let's go to the race of the day, which is race ten, and it's the Roxelana Overnight Stakes. Uh, it's finally got a field of six. That's one hundred ten. <laughs> uh k race going six and a half furlongs like i said phil six even money on the five sconson seven to five on bells the one and then seven to two four graces making her 
2021 debut for Ian Wilkes. So those are really the three that I, you know, that seems like a very top heavy race. This is a three. You could even go more top heavy here. I know. And I know you are. You know, it's just a situation where the 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 sequence dictates that you need to single, you know, because you just like we've talked about the first two races, you just felt like you needed to go deep. And I think we feel pretty similar about uh, the, the fourth leg as well. So you get here. I'm telling you, I, I thought yeah. her, I thought her race in the Derby City uh, distaff. I thought she was going to go right past Gamine. And I think we know why she didn't. You know, she yeah. probably should have won that race. And then she shows up last time out in the winning colors uh, in Wisconsin, just stomps Frank's Raquette, who, who is, is a really nice horse. horse yeah. She just stomped him. I think she's going to be tough. I singled up number five, Wisconsin here. I, I just felt like if this horse shows up with either one of those last two races, I think it's lights out for everybody else here. I mean, for sure. And, and, and obviously – you can see in my $5 ticket, uh, I singled her as well. In the in my 50 cent play, I did use the four as well, four and five here. Um, if if that ticket right now, it's a $72 ticket for 50 cents. If that's too high for you, then then by all means, you know, I think the single is is the five. Uh the four is, you know, more of a defense play than anything. But really, I'm with you. I mean, this horse really had the last two efforts, you know, like you say, you, I mean, thought we we were there. We thought she was gonna run right by Gammy. Mm-hmm. And then she proved that in the last race that that was no fluke. Uh, and mind you, that you know this horse ran in three straight Grade Ones, including that uh, Derby City to staff, and then wins that Grade Three. And this is by no means a you know a graded type race here. Um, but you do have, and with that said, what we do you do have a couple of horses like the four, and frankly, like the three, who are stakes horses. Mm-hmm. This just happens to be kind of the race that they you know are pointing to, and especially for the three. I, I almost I did use the four. I didn't use the three. The three scares me a lot because this horse has shown a lot of talent in the past. Yeah, with the three, it's kind of you don't really know what's going to happen, right? First off of a long layoff, first start as a four-year-old. Um, yeah, you, the three could show up and, and be much improved, or the three might need a race. I mean, it could go either way. Um, the four, Bell's the one. Gosh, I don't know. I, I just, completely understand why you didn't use her. Yeah, she I likes just, to not win. <laughs> I, it, but she obviously can jump up and win. I mean, she beat Serengeti Empress at Churchill Downs last year on Kentucky Derby Day. Just absolutely nutted. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, just, I mean, good Lord. Holy shit. Um, but, yeah, I, I just think Sconson coming in the race a little bit better. Talk about Churchill Downs. If you count the Gamine race as a win, which I'm going to count it as a win, one four out of five at Churchill. And if you don't count it, one three out of five with one second. So yeah, she obviously Churchill is her jam. She she loves that that track. So uh, but yeah, I mean I get I get it if you want you want a little more and you want to try to get some value. But the thing the good thing is if you're gonna single the favorite, there there is enough value in the other races to where it, this thing's gonna pay enough to where if the favorite wins here, it's not gonna kill the price right i mean look you look at this horse too the way i mean geez bullet 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 one of 79 one of 39 one of nine this horse has been flying on the track at churchill obviously he's very ready to go and uh, you know having to gaffley on back i think this i mean this horse is the single of the sequence if you're looking for a single um and of course in my five dollar play you you're, it makes sense to single because it's five dollar ticket so if it's, right. even though it's a higher or lower price you're still uh you know hopefully going to get something out of that but you know that's the whole reason i did that but you know i mean even in the 50 cent ticket 
I ultimately used the four and the five because I went skinny enough in race nine and 11 where I didn't necessarily need to. Um, I was looking for prices there. And to me, a lot of people will be singling the five here. And if yep. the five were to get beat, it kind of opens up the prices a little bit uh, in the will pays in the 11. So that's, that is if we can get to the 11 yeah. <laughs> and, and be alive. Yeah. Um, but no, Wisconsin to me, real quick, you know, let's talk about this just in the, the general stakes of this race. I mean, between the three, four, and five, I mean, how how serious are you taking this in terms of, you know, some of these Philly Mare Sprint horses? I mean, are these Wisconsin kind of a real deal type of player you think moving forward? Well, you got to look at it like this. Uh, I, you know, I don't think she's as good as like Kamari. I think Kamari is for me right now, you know, really right up there. Uh, but, you know, you win here. That's quote unquote three in a row, at least two out of three. I, yeah, I think so. Like, I, I don't know. Like, as impressive as I was last time out, I was more impressed with that Gamine race because she literally looked like she was going to blow right by that horse. And it's like, she may win by three or four and beat Gamine. That would be incredible. Well, she ran it. I mean, by numbers wise, she ran a better race that day. It, it, oh, yeah, exactly. And and then you, you talk about Gamine, who obviously, you know, from, from what we've seen, she is just a beast in this division. Haven't seen her since the race on May 22nd. Haven't heard much about her. How is she going to perform with all the speculation? Remember, she's had a ton of positive tests. So um, I'm just on the fence about what's happening with Gamine. So uh, because of those reasons, I think Sconson becomes a little more interesting now. Oh, for sure. And, you know, you look at that. I'm going to look it up that uh, two back. That is Stilio Talienso horse. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. She beat her. And that horse came back to win the Bed of Roses. Um I guess that was what, two weeks ago. We ran a huge race mm -hmm. that day. Um, so, yeah, there you go. Uh, we were there for that, actually. We were. There you go. Yep. Uh, all right, so let's move on to the last leg here, race 11, and we're back. To <laughs> now we got a main special weight with first-time starters. Uh, 100K, yeah. main special weight, five and a half for long. Five and a half for long. A turf sprint, nonetheless, 12 horses here. And, again, like it's, it, it's one thing to have large fields with maybe a solid, you know, horse it's like nine to five or something but we don't have we don't have that here nine to two five to one four to one plenty of options here you're gonna have to get lucky if you're alive to this leg let's hope we are we're gonna have to get lucky who you like well i'm gonna make mike summits really mad here but um so so i went one seven eight ten and i think you just went seven eight ten so we're very similar here uh, at least on your 50 cent ticket I, I am going to use the number one, and I, I, I think it's going to be my top play by the time the post time gets here. Number one, Miner's Queen. Um, I think when these turf sprints at this level, you just need to go. Go and take them as far as you can. That's kind of what Miner's Queen tries to do, and, and she's been close. Two back at Oakland on the dirt. She almost took the field uh, gate to wire. Um, you know, Last time out, uh, it was kind of a, a wet fast track at, at Churchill Downs. And, and tried to take him gate to wire and just got tired. I think the setup here makes sense. And I think if the horse takes to the turf, I kind of like dirt speed going over to the turf. I, and I'm going to just count this as her first try on the turf. And here's why. Her only other try on it was on debut at Kentucky Downs. Yeah. Draw line. I mean, that that's a weird track. Weird things can happen. This is her first try on like a legit setup for a turf race. So, I think number one Miner's Queen is is gonna have a gate to wire shot here. Listen, she was one that I obviously did not use, but for that whole reason, like speed, if she gets to the turf and you know drawing the rail, like there's a lot to like in terms of upside. 
Not a lot to like on the four to one price. Um, but no, I'm, I'm with you. Another horse that I did not use. Did you use the nine? I did not use the nine. No. That's one that I had um, yeah. in my top four that I ultimately uh, cut off because I only went three deep here. Uh, just like the, you know, it's, I thought it was, you know, I like the fact you're getting flow to ride. Yeah. Like the blinkers off move here. Um, and, you know, of course, you know, the, the uh, debut on the turf was not great. Um, but obviously getting, you know, another try on the turf and, you know, equipment change plus an upgrade upgrade and jockey was, I thought was interesting, but just not enough for me to use. Uh, I ended up with the 10. Um, that's my top play in here. Uh, Fayette blue, a five to one Drayden Van Dyke to ride. I love the fact that, I mean, this, you talk about speed, this horse has established, um, this horse, it likes to go on the you know, speed and this, they mm-hmm. tried this horse in a mile on day or on day turf debut runs a really good race, runs third, uh, just fades. And then, and then it's like, okay, let's try the horse in a mile and eight. I don't know why they did that, but they did. Yeah. Horse obviously ran another good race, then obviously really faded because it's too long. Now the horse is in a turf sprint, big blue kitten. Remember that horse? That's I the do. sire. And so you got to think this horse cutting back will be very, very tough. I like the fact that uh, Drayden is uh, staying put here to ride at, you know, and has familiarity with the horse at Keeneland. So I think this horse to me, could be very dangerous on the front end, kind of like your one horse. So it seems like you and I are both on the same page in terms of speed, right? Yep. Yeah, no, I am. Yeah, I, absolutely. I I think we really see this race very, very similar. Um, my only thing with the 10, it, it's a big cutback. You know, I just don't know. Not that the horse can't do it. There's really no proof, you know, that he can or she can. And, you know, the pedigree. Um, on the bottom side, looks like turf sprints to me. Um, I trust the trainer. So, listen, I, I think it makes sense. Uh, but I, I was just – that's why I didn't put it on top. I was just a little worried. I was a little worried that it's a situation that – and I would not be surprised if – and, again, I, I'm using this horse, but I'm also using the 7, uh, who I think has got speed as well. Mm-hmm. The 10 – might just go out and proven to not be fast enough on the front end for a turf sprint. And that's kind of my fear. Yeah. Um, Cause you look at the numbers, this horse ran the last two, you know, granted going a mile and going a mile and eighth, but you know, 40, 24 and 49, 49 and 113. It's not like this horse is blazing yep. on the front end and then just fading. Like the horse is in the getting the lead, but it's not really hard leads to get. So uh, to me, I, that's the only concern I have with the horse. If the horse Likes to be on the front end, but maybe isn't fast enough and then tries too hard and then fakes. So the good news is, and I agree with anything you said, and the good news is on debut, the horse didn't get to the lead, but it wasn't a situation where she just quit. Like she did. I mean, she didn't run very well, but she passed horses. So it's not, I don't think it's a situation where if she's not fast enough to get the lead, she has no shot. Like, yeah. like a lot of horses, yeah, right? She'll still try. Yeah. Like the one I think is that example. If the one doesn't get the lead, uh, you know, probably not going to do much, right? But the, the 10 will still try. Uh, I liked, uh, and we both did, the 8 uh, Miss Temptation, second a- out on the turf here, also cutting back in distance a little bit, which I don't think will be a problem. Um, you know, second out for Lynch. I really like that angle. Um, you know, was beaten by F.A. at Blue on debut. Uh, so, you know, I think I think could definitely improve second out on the turf. Is that kind of what I used her? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I mean, this horse to me, you got the cutback and distance. You got a horse that ran well enough on turf to debut, but you know, needed one, maybe needed one. Uh, I, I, I'm with you. I love the Brian Lynch, um, you know, second off. So 
Uh, I think that's a, a pretty solid angle. And of course, getting uh, Julian Le Peru uh, to ride isn't isn't too bad either. So I, I like the eight, and I also like the seven, like I mentioned earlier. I think this is the horse to me that's most dangerous on the front end. Um, I just you look at the way this horse has ran early on in the race. I mean, you've got to think if the one's got speed, so does the seven. Another situation where you've got a, uh, a first-time turf, you know, so if this horse can switch to the turf okay, uh, this horse ought to be pretty tough. And, you know, uh, Brendan Walsh does pretty well with turf sprints and does pretty well with switching to, you know, first time on the uh, – or going from turf to dirt or dirt to turf. Yep, yep, absolutely. And then, you know, the seven honorably, I hadn't said much about that horse yet. But, uh, you know, first time on the turf now. Last time out, they tried to get the horse on the turf, rained off. Uh, still ran pretty well uh, on a wet, fast surface or Churchill. Just a, it's it's almost a it's another thing, right? Just getting them on the turf first time, project improvement. Um, and this is again, I I think this is a race unlike uh, the first leg of this, where you where there's logical horses that you think can improve and you can make logical angles for. For the first race, we had the eleven, right? And then the rest of them, it's like I think they are just they are what they are. Yeah, yeah, I know. So, is there anyone in here that you? didn't use that you're highly nervous about not using well that's a I, okay so liam's nessie uh the four horse was the one i was really worried about i really like brett calhoun as a trainer they tried to, another horse that they tried to get on the turf she was entered in the same race as honorably uh last time out it was her debut race this horse took money got bet down to nine to two yeah you know didn't didn't run a step but again could have could have been a horse that just needs the turf. Now we're gonna get it. That's the fear of That's this race. The fear. <laughs> not, it's not just really because frankly, I don't have a lot of positives to, about the first time starters. It's more of the horses that have started yeah. on dirt and have st- now switching to the turf. And you sometimes like quasi first time starters. Yeah, basically, they, they pop yeah. and you're like son of a bitch yeah. like that. You know, and that and that to me is, you know, you that's a great example. Yeah. And the one for me, a horse that I didn't use on my tickets is yeah. a very good example because that horse goes out, breaks, the, you know, basically breaks the gate, goes flying. And then you're like, oh, shit, this horse is really enjoying uh, enjoying herself on the front end. Then you're like, yeah. uh oh, I should have used that one. Yeah. I, I, you know, if anybody scratches for me, the four will be the first one to add on, on, on the ticket, no matter where the scratch is. So mm-hmm. say the one scratches in the eighth race, I'm throwing on the four in this race. Like this is the last, very last horse off the ticket for me. Yeah, this is. I think the way this sequence is structured, this has the potential to be a very, you know, I have a seventy-two dollar fifty cent play, sixty dollar five dollar. I mean, that one would pay huge. Um, and your ticket is uh, what sixty dollars? No, fifty dollars. Uh, fifty. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, this thing, you know, fifty dollar investment, seventy-two dollar investment, it's gonna pay. You know, if you if you can get this thing home, it's gonna be tough. Um, let's go. Let's pull out the tickets one more time. Let's pull out the cool little yeah ticket maker. Oh, hold on here, brand new oh, to RacingDudes.com. We've got. You're gonna uh, have to give me a minute to figure okay. this out. So we made some updates on the site. <clears throat> I told him to have it ready. He didn't have it ready. I didn't. You didn't. Um, you did tell me. Uh, we have, we made some updates yeah. to the site. We've got a wagering oh, calculator boy. on the dashboard. So any kind of dashboard oh, access, gosh. whether it be a daily, uh, monthly subscription, whatever you have, you'll get access to uh, our wagering calculator on the dashboard. Hey, there it is. Hey, it looks good too. There you go. So there's the wagering calculator on the back end or on the in the dashboard of racingdudes.com. If you're listening to this uh, on the podcast version, just go to uh, racingdudes.com and uh, check it out on the dashboard. Uh, so let's go through our tickets here. I'll read the tickets. The Halterman's tickets, 50 cent ticket. So there okay. you go. Okay. Uh, two, five, six, eight, 11. Okay. 
Three, four, five, seven, eight. Seven, eight. Okay. And the five. Okay. Singled. And then in the last leg, he has, and I got to wait for it to scroll. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I got it. Okay. Uh, one, seven, eight, ten. Eight and ten. There you go. A $50 ticket. So you can see right there, you can use that wagering calculator to kind of formulate your bets. $50 ticket right there. That's cool. Wow. You know what? It's almost like we should have that on the site. You know I've I mean? never used that before. <laughs> <laughs> I was supposed to test that out yeah, during yeah. production. And I, never I, I, was, I was just praying that it showed 50. <laughs> and it didn't say like. <laughs> like secretly, uh -oh. secretly, I was like, oh, I hope this comes out. Right. I know. If it doesn't, no, I was like, uh-oh, I'm going to have to email somebody real quick. I definitely, I definitely tried it out some. All right. So clear it. That is really cool. <laughs> clear it. Look at that. Okay. So how do I clear it? Start over. Go to the bottom right. Bottom right. Oh, start over. It's Look like, at that. Like Did you guys the, see that? Like so at the bottom the right, there's time. a start over button. There you go. Right there. Uh, okay. So put it, you know, 50 cent pick four. 50 cent pick four. Look yeah. how easy this is. Okay. There, there you go. Yeah, you're making it look real easy. Uh, yeah. Two, four, five, six, eight, eleven. Okay. Five, seven, eleven, twelve. Seven, eleven, twelve. Okay. Four, five. Okay. Seven, eight, ten. Uh -oh. Four, five, seven. Eight and ten, seventy-two dollars. That's correct. There you go. You did there click the nine, but it's okay. Yeah, What's it's that? Still, you clicked the nine the last leg, but oh, it, it, that's all right. But it's, it's still the same. Hey, difference. hold on, I want to show everybody something. So I, I, I clicked it wrong. You just click it again. There you go. That. There you go. It's very easy to use. And finally, in the uh, five-dollar ticket, you can select that. So what okay. I will do is start hit the start over button. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So here's a five-dollar ticket. It's a pick four, and what we and doing? we went with the two five six two. Five and six. The five seven. With the five seven. The five five and eight ten. Eight ten. That's a sixty dollar ticket. Is that correct? There you yes. go. Sixty dollars. So. So there it is. It works. It's easy to use, and that's that's cool. Really cool. Good job on that. Yeah. Well, you know, I was I used this actually when I made my ticket. Oh, so. can I show uh, off something else? That I, not not listen. I love this. I never really. I hadn't used it yet, but that's well. I hadn't used it when it's been live on the site. Okay. Can I show off something else? Yeah, definitely. Dude, this is and I'm this is I love the wet we have weather reports for all the tracks on the dashboard. Obviously they're all dark right now, but um e, right. You, but you can see during the live day, you can see what it's like oh, there. I gotta add Santa Anita. Okay, uh, I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> but you got all the tracks, um obviously what it's like hour by hour to help with yeah. Um very you know, cool, what, you know, how the track might be playing and things like that. So yeah, it's been a Nice little addition to the site. And again, that's available uh, for anyone that has premium picks, whether it be a daily or a monthly or whatever. And then the calculator is going to be available on the actual site eventually too, right? Like, yeah. You know. uh, we'll have it on the uh, an actual page dedicated to you know wagering calculator as well. Ooh, so Currently 92 at Grand Prairie. That is hot. That's when I was looking at it, go to the very, the, what is the first, what was it? Arizona. Arizona, Downs. I Arizona at, was like 110 100, Yeah, it was like 110 when I first looked at it. Oh, like, they're all, not running to it's like All I know is I'm glad I'm not at Arizona. It's in Arizona right now. It's that's fucking hot there. Right Belmont. Now. They, oh my God, yeah. Belmont's perfect. 69 degrees. Ooh. 69. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, <laughs> they're, they're running right now and I, here's the other thing i like it's like here's the chance of rain in the next six hours i, I think that's cool i've used the, that i've used a lot just well, it does come in handy for say you're you're handicapping the card or you've you're making your bets and you're like well it's supposed to rain at two o'clock today race five is at 2:30, so maybe you're you start to like okay and then you kind of gauge how you're going to play that yeah um and just a you know 
a one another an easier way and an idea to kind of keep it all right there and you can look at it and and i don't know about you but i have like certain cities saved on my phone for like the weather app and now i can just i don't have to get out the phone and look at what the weather's doing it's yep. right here so I, I, the, what, what gave me this idea was uh I, I don't know about you I, for fantasy football there's a website called nflweather.com yeah, yeah i look at it every sunday to see what the weather you know that way it's like oh, i have a kicker playing and it's no you know whatever it is and i was like i always use it so it's like why not we just throw weather updates on the site as well so that's um, cool yeah it's really neat uh yeah. But yeah, so there you go. There's the tickets right there. Um, yeah. You know, there's Samo bombs. We'll be really? playing. We'll be playing them on Saturday as well. Yeah. If you want the uh, Santanita pick four uh, that the Magic Vibe guys did, make sure you go check that out. Churchill Downs pick four. Let's cash it. <laughs> so all the time we have checks out at RacingDudes.com for our free picks and our premium selections on our products page. Click the Get Racing Dudes Premium button, the big ass button on the menu. To learn more at racingnudes.com and to get information about all the new updates that we just gave out, you know, information on the weather and uh, information on the wagering calculator. We've got Ricky's Rockets added now to the site, so you can get all that. You get all that going. Uh, all included right there in the in the dashboard. If you subscribe to anything, you can get our picks with Ricky's Rockets. Whatever you want to do, all that on the premium page at racingnudes.com. We are your destination site for free horse racing picks. To all major horse racing checks, we're on Twitter at racing underscore, dudes, racing underscore dudes. If you want some entertainment, go over there today. Instagram and Facebook. You can <laughs> listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, and website at racingdudes.com. Again, remember to check out the Magic Mike show. They did Santa Nita late. It is late before, right? Late before. Yes. Preview. Caleb Keller. Caleb Keller. And Magic was on it with a root canal. Yeah. Post root canal. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, not live, wasn't live on the air, although that would have been he true. was. No, I'm oh, saying not the it, root wasn't, canal. it wasn't oh, actually happening on air, that would have yeah. been amazing. Um, that, that could have made my day, that would have been the best thing I saw. Today. That would have made me tune in, yeah. but uh, but that alone, <laughs> yeah, that alone. Then I would have left whenever they started talking about you know horse racing. But <laughs> if they if he literally was getting root canal during it and seeing him in his pain, I would have maybe enjoyed a little bit of that, not too yeah. much, you know, yeah. not evil. Um, anything, any final thoughts, any pressing opinions you need to get out to the world before we uh before we leave um let's see lots of good things coming in the royal ascot has been going on it's royal been fun. ascot has been fun uh, stradivarius lost today though. i know terrible just a brutal trip yeah don't think that he was ever going to beat that winner though that horse ran huge yeah that just sucked though you really hoped he would win uh, i really loved um and i just lost my train of thought uh the horse on tuesday that won that's so damn good um oh the palace pier obviously <laughs> i really love seeing the number one horse in the world uh I, you know i man with the americans almost won with twilight gleaming i think that my days are getting run together i think that was tuesday or wednesday uh, wednesday i'm sorry um so yeah i mean it's been fun to watch it really has i'm sad that it's only last it only lasts five days the thing yeah. i love about it i get up i walk the dog and roll ascots on yeah what I love about it is I get up, I drink coffee, I'm playing with the boys, and they're you know doing their thing, and I'm watching Royal Ascot on TV, and yeah. it's like no, this is really this is live, you know. It's pretty cool. Um, there you go. Chris says Pink Lloyd getting for his fifth straight win this weekend. Oh, going sh- for his fifth straight win. Is that Sunday? I hadn't looked at Sunday's card. Oh, you just made just made my day. Pink Lloyd, this dude loves Pink oh. Lloyd. Oh, a- oh yeah, Sunday baby. Let's see who he has to beat. Ooh. Ready for prime time is not terrible. Uh, Super Stonehenge, he owns that horse. Um, 
Ooh, yeah, that's gonna be fun. Pink Lloyd. I cannot wait, man. I did. I hadn't looked at the the uh, Sunday card at Woodbine yet. That's amazing. There's, awesome. a, there's a good stakes at Belmont Sunday too. Um, what is it? Oh, the, the poker yeah, is the that? Poker. I think Raging Bulls Raging Bulls in there. Yep. Yep. So that's what that what the poker really has become is a prep for the four star day, which is obviously a big grade one uh, going one mile on the turf at Saratoga. So, yeah, four star day. Alexandra. She's not uh, what she. No, but front in the Fed. Yeah, good, good race. Get smoking. Oh God, get smoking beats me every time. Uh, one way or the other. Yeah, that's that's really cool. That's that's good race. So it's it's interesting. I feel like we have no well, well we really don't have any good uh, steaks on Nothing Saturday, great, no. but Sunday looks good. Yeah, Saturday's got like state bread steaks at Belmont, and then on Sunday you got that. So so what's Sunday? Father's Day, I guess. It's just the Father's Day. Oh, I guess, well, that could make sense. So uh, yeah, Grade Three at uh, uh, Santa Anita. It looks like. And another grade three, the Wilshire. Nobody of note, really. But yeah, so some good stuff on Sunday. So enjoy Father's Day. Thank you. Oh, it wasn't to me, was it? It was to you. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and to all of our... Yeah, all the fathers out there. All the fathers out all there. All the fellow fathers. Congratulations on surviving another year in fatherhood. What do you think my dad's going to want to do? Hopefully watch uh, Belmont and <laughs> the U.S. Open. I'll be watching the U.S. Open with the boys. So. I'm going to say no chance. We're watching. He wants to watch. I will watch Belmont, but he's not going to want to do that. <laughs> um, hey, by the way, Magic, his first oh my gosh. Father's Day. Magic, and it was his birthday like a couple days ago. Day that was, it was yesterday, maybe. Happy Father's Day to, to Magic. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, that Magic. guy, did you talk about surviving? That guy, I, he's he's barely on survival mode right now. I mean, he... yeah. You might you might get a text from him at you know 3 or 4 in the morning. You might get a text with, from him at 3 p.m., Anywhere in between, doesn't matter. Um, he is he is surviving right now, and I trust me, I've been there with two of them, especially the first one. It is full on survival, no doubt. He he will text me at like three in the morning, and I wake up at six, and I'm like, "What are you? Why are you texting me at three? And then so I'll just text him back, and he'll be right there replying. And it's right. like because you don't sleep when you're <laughs> you just don't. I'm learning that that's, that's pretty bad. Yeah. What was it he said? There he said I'm like. Uh, I think he said his little boy was crying. Uh, some, I can't remember what it was, but watching Royal Ascot. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that happens. But, uh, <laughs> you know. Oh, NHL playoffs. Yeah, of course. Vegas. Yep. Yeah, yeah. They uh, they look good. All right. They do look good. That's, uh, that's a wrap, guys. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Of course, uh, be on the lookout this weekend for uh, all our content and analysis for the stake section and, of course, the stuff coming up on Sunday. And, again, get ready. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy yourself if, you know, if you're a father and do Father's Day stuff uh, because it gets really going after this weekend. I'm Jared Welch. He's Darren Hoffman. RacingDudes.com for all of your needs. RacingDudes.com for all of your leads. RacingDudes.com for all of your bets. RacingDudes.com as good as it gets. RacingDudes.com for all of your needs. RacingDudes.com for all of your leads. RacingDudes.com for all of your bets. RacingDudes.com as good as it gets. <laughs>